I have a confession to make. I'm just gonna put it out there. Just say it. I'm addicted to TikTok. Wow. Yeah. Everyone, you, you heard it here first. Yeah. Alright, so I'm here with my friend Becca, and today we're going to be talking about social media. Um, and Becca, I picked for this specifically because she works a lot with social media and stuff. True. Um, so I was like, she's the perfect person to talk to. I started, you okay. know, TikToking. I started <laughs> I started talking. <laughs> started ticking. Um, and now I watch it in my bed for two hours at night. Wow. Yeah. So I personally tried to avoid TikTok for as long as I could. And then one day my girlfriend was like, you should download it. And she's That's four years older than me. It can happen to anyone. I, yeah, I haven't made a TikTok. I'm an I'm like user one five six seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine. My username is Randy Jackson Elf. Oh my god. Sixty nine. You guys want to follow me? That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because Randy Jackson Elf. Yep. He's not <laughs> Yeah. He's 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 black, he's not small. He's yep. the opposite of an elf. Yeah. That's so I put really it true. together. Yeah. So I put it together and I'm like sixty nine. Gotta uh-huh. throw that on the end. Yeah. Know? Or four twenty. Yeah. That's true. Sixty nine works too. Yeah, everyone on TikTok is like a tiny twelve year old with like fake boobs for yeah. some reason. And they're doing like a dance that I've never heard of. Apparently I should know. Right. You know what I mean? Or they're like it's, like, not the new Vine. No, it's I was just not. thinking that because... Okay, th- this is why it's not the, the new Vine. Because TikTok is all um, just people doing the same thing over and over again. Like, there's, like, a trend to do something, like, with a certain song, like, do a certain dance yeah. to the song. And then just just people doing it. Whereas Vine, yeah. so much origin, original content, originality. <laughs> it is so, and just you can't beat chef's it. Kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> you can't beat you it. You can't beat it. Like Vine really cured my depression, and TikTok is honestly, making me depressed. Honestly, that is so well put. Yeah. Vine cured your depression. TikTok's, TikTok makes it worse. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think my favorite Vine is probably I have a couple. Mm-hmm. One of them is like. Ayo, this boy got his free taco. And I don't like, know that one. Oh, wow. And he's like, he's like dancing with oh the taco. God, and then the taco falls on the ground and he falls. He's like, he gets so upset. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I'll send that to you. But, I like um, the one that's like, I got a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, that one's funny. Oh, so many good ones. There are so many good ones. Miss it. Just, I know. I like the one where the girl's running. She jumps on a ball, and she's, like, she, like, falls directly, like, on her head, and she's, like, I think I have a concussion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and gets, like, right good. up to the camera. It's <sighs> so funny. Just classic after classic. Or, like, the sono head. Oh, yeah. And then he throws the phone on the yeah. ground. I love that one. That's a good one. The production value of I know. all the vines. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they really defined our generation's sense of humor. I agree. So... We obviously had Vine. Mm-hmm. What types of social media do you have now in this day and age? Okay, TikTok? so, I, so I, <laughs> I'm an anonymous TikTok user. Yeah. I'm also an anonymous Twitter user. They did that for a reason with the TikTok thing. They were like, everyone's going to be ashamed. So right. Give them Smart. all these. Yeah. So I'm an anonymous TikTok user. I don't post anything. I'm also an anonymous Twitter user, kind of. You're I used bolt. to. Yes. I used to have my name on it. And then I was like. 
scared. Want a job. Yeah. Yeah. Not that even, like, so many people have their names on Twitter, but I just, like, I don't know, I just get paranoid. I'm just a very private person in yeah, general. Yeah, you're a Pisces. Right, That would true. explain it. So, now I'm just the lightning bolt emoji. Lightning bolt. I love it when you like my my tweets. I'm like, oh, I, the lightning bolt likes it. <laughs> That's so funny. I know. Yeah, and I also do not tweet anything. Sometimes, occasionally, on a on a rare rare occasion, I will retweet something if it really makes me laugh, yeah. and I cannot resist retweeting yeah. it. I saw this one tweet recently. It's not even that funny, but it's like, Forever 21 employee turns 22, manager, what the f***? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, the way it was good. like spelled, it was so funny. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. That's funny. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, so I also am on... Instagram, which we post occasionally, mostly out of societal pressure. Yeah. Wow, Facebook, I <laughs> Facebook, I also have because I need to have a Facebook. Your mom's account. friends need to know how you're doing. Yeah, true. My mom needs to constantly tell yeah. me and things. But also my two two um like companies that I do Facebook for. You need to have a personal Facebook account in order to like manage a company's Facebook, which uh, I think is kind of, like, I think that should be changed, because I don't want to have a Facebook account anymore. Yeah, everyone has Facebook, but no one likes Facebook, unless they right. had a baby when they were 17. Yeah. Like, I really, like, don't care that, like, this random girl that I went to third grade with, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, is traveling He's eating world. nachos. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't care. Yeah. It's kind of the same with Instagram, but, like, Facebook, for some reason, it's just, like, the Walmart. Oh, yeah, so true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Instagram is definitely Target. Right. And, like, Facebook is Walmart. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so true. And that's all of them, I think. Yeah, and Twitter? Twitter's my favorite, honestly. Twitter's my favorite, too. Twitter makes me genuinely cackle every single day. Yeah. Every day. Mm -hmm. I think something's so funny, and I have to share it with someone. Yeah. And also, um, like, I learn things on Twitter. Yeah. Because I follow funny accounts... Which are just really... People are so funny on Twitter. They are Like, funny. in a way that really blows my mind. Like, how can you be so funny? I know. Um, and all... But I also follow, like, people that I respect and, like, political ad, um, activists. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, Bernie's on there. Right, yeah. And I feel like makes me keep up with... Current events. Pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Keep, like, hold you accountable. Like, if you don't understand what's going on, you have to, like, keep mm-hmm. up with it, you know? Yeah. On Twitter. That makes perfect sense. I don't have to see people's, like... I like that I don't have to see people I know. Besides, like, my close, close yeah, friends. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. The point of Twitter is is not to... Well, if you're using it right, in my opinion, is just to just be able to like whatever you want and, like, mm-hmm. post whatever you want, you yeah. know? That's the point of it. Yeah, that's what I love about it. It's like an old friend. It is an old friend. Yeah. I, like, love my old tweets. I think they... Me too. Like, my old... Like, whose old tweets? Um, um, yours and mine. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, because mine are like... Um, but, um, but yeah, my old tweets crack me up. I'm just like... Me too. Like, I'll look at my old tweets, because I never tweet anymore. Yeah. And I'll look at my old tweets, and I'm like... Give me an example That bitch of one. is funny. Alright, let me find one. You're in this. Oh, oh my, my god. god. You're so little. <laughs> oh my god. That is so funny. Weird. Yeah. Okay, I tweeted fire Mrs. Redford, which is which was a math teacher who actually did get fired. She <laughs> well, told me I was going to be homeless. Well, you manifested that. Whoa. Okay, this one, you're, you'll enjoy this one. 
I'm like the village idiot, but instead of being stupid, I just really suck at driving. That's true. Yeah, that's really true. Me and Becca, when we were younger, we used to almost get in car accidents every time we got in the car together. Yeah. Really close, close, close calls. Like screaming. Yep. Screaming was involved. Yeah. I tweeted, I miss Christmas. Like, okay, keep that in your head. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, this one is like kind of racist. Not really, but... Like, that's something I would not tweet now. <laughs> I know. When you cry at the end of Nanny McPhee. That um, is quality humor, honestly. Yeah. I want to look for some of my old tweets. My Twitter now, if anyone wants to follow me, is Randy Jackson fan account. Um, it used to be my name, but I thought it'd be funnier to... For some reason, I used to really like Kanye West and, like, would tweet about him. You loved him, and you loved Drake. That is so funny. Like, I don't even know her. My tweets are all inappropriate. Boobs, LOL. Yours are good. (laughs) I know. They're all... I'm gonna let you finish, but James and the Giant Peach is the scariest movie of all time. (laughs) True. True. That's really true. Oh, yeah, I tweeted Saw at Drake Live, and it changed my life. My mom sprays my cat with Bath and Body Works fragrance, fragrance mist. That's still true. This is my most favorite recent tweet, like, semi-recent, was in May. People made fun of me when I was Billy Ray Cyrus for Halloween, but guess what? He blew up and finally made a life for himself on his farm to provide for his six children and his wife, Tish, who is a stone-cold fox. I love Tish. He even traded cars for horses to save for Noah's college. Learn some f***ing respect. Yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus. Say it louder. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was, like, subtweeting a lot of people. Free the nip. I'm gonna be like Moses, except instead of freeing my people, I'm gonna free the nipples. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's great. Uh, But now, I don't tweet anymore. I'm retired. You're retired. I just retweet. That's sad. You should get back on it. This is a recent retweet that I tweeted. The straight pride parade looks amazing. A video of a dumpster floating (laughs) in the water. That's funny. Yeah, good time. Yeah, Twitter is the best. Twitter is the only social media, actually, that I use that does not make me feel like shit. Like, make me feel yeah. like bad about myself. Because mm-hmm. even TikTok, I'm like, these girls are so, like, small. Because they're, like, 16. I'm like, they're so skinny and, like, just, like, young looking, you know? Well, you're young. Yeah, but, like, they just, like, really are just, like... They're, like... Minuscule. You know? Yeah, I feel like you can't compare your weight to, like... A t- I know, you know, but, like, st- you know. I know what you mean. You're just, like, you've, you haven't gotten jaded yet, you know? And it right. just bothers me. Like, right. But like, that's how I used broken, to be when I was in you know? high school. I know what you, you mean. just young and full of life. Honestly, though, can you talk about Visco for a second? Mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah. I really heavily mess with Visco. I, I used to. love it. I think it is... It's, like... Instagram, but you don't have to worry about likes or anything, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, for me, it's, like, a gallery of, I love just, like, photography, so I just like to, like, put all my cool pictures up there and not worry about who sees them. Yeah. Because I like to see them more than anyone, you right. know? 
yeah, I honestly, I used to go, I used to post so many pictures to Visco. I think I don't anymore just because I forget about it or I'm, like, not taking as many pictures, but mm-hmm. I also really like Visco. Yeah, it's, it's nice such to be an able, aesthetic. Yeah, and it's nice to be able to just put whatever pictures you want on mm-hmm. there, whatever you're feeling. And if you have, like, a crush or love interest, mm-hmm. interest and they follow your Visco, mm-hmm. that's how you know they like you and they yeah. can, like, know all your secrets. Yes, you know? true. It's a good way to, like, figure out what someone's all about. Like, mm-hmm. their brand, you know? Yeah, I agree. I used to have a Finsta. Well, I still do have it, but I don't post on it anymore. Finsta changed my life in so many good ways. Right, when I had Finstas. to delete it. Because <laughs> I had, I was like, I want to be hot. Right. So I deleted my I, mean, I told you that before, right? right? yeah. And then everyone was just like, why did you do that? That right. was literally the funniest thing. It ever. really was. Thank you. It was so funny. Yeah. And I just remember, like, I can't get any of that back. I can't get any of it back. And it was... It's gone forever. Some of it's still there. Like, the face mask videos still are around face somewhere. Face mask video. But there was just... I just was such a funny 19-year-old. Mm-hmm. I just, like... Because I, I couldn't be contained. Are. Thanks. I just, like... No one could be like, shut up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like... Right. I wouldn't listen to anyone, you yeah. know? So, like, and I hadn't gotten jaded yet. Mm-hmm. So my, my Finsta was, like, so funny. Like, it would talk about, like, I remember one post I did was my teacher canceled class after I had stayed up all night mm-hmm. doing the project. And she was, like, I have, like, some inflammation. And I was, like. Inflammation? Yeah. She was, like, and so I put on my Finsta, like, this bitch better be really <laughs> inflamed. She better be <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's like because I stayed up all night working on this project. I was just so upset. Like, like I liked your Finsta a lot, and I also loved the things you followed. And you also had a food blog at one point. Yes, that was one summer that me and my friend Elena lived in um, Amherst, and we just like decided to make a food blog, food Instagram. But that was really short lived. Yeah. But it had some good moments. It did. It did. I, I followed that. Yeah. I liked them. Yeah, and I don't post my fence anymore because... I would I'm still not post. not anymore. You are. You're <laughs> still fun. I just feel like... Like, in college, it's so easy to, like, yeah. have so much Finsta content, you know? Yeah. Because you're just, like, constantly, like, publicly embarrassing yourself. Yeah. Now I privately embarrass myself. It's honestly, there's something about Finsta that it's just, like, you can't... I know. You know, yeah. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's, like, such a guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, I shouldn't love this as much as I do, Yeah, but I totally love well, it. Well, I have some friends that use it, like, because I just used it to, like, post, like, funny things, but, like, mm-hmm. I had friends that would use it, like, more, like, a, almost like a diary, kind of, yeah. but I'm, I was, like, always too, like, proud. It was too personal. Yeah, for me I never that. posted like, oh, I'm really, really depressed. Right. Like, I'd post yeah. like funny things. Like, yeah. my mom trying to skateboard in my house. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I, I know. Yeah. Like, uh. Yeah. But, you know, everyone's different. And, mm-hmm. like, I hate those fences that are just like rants. I'm just like, I know. Can yeah, you, like, save it? But for that's the what film? those people use their fences yeah. for. And it's like, like a diary. Is that wrong? I don't know. Yeah. This I is just a podcast about self love, so it's like we True. should accept them, but like, yeah, not a personal choice, you know? Yeah, that I would. I make. know it's a, it's like they're using it for, like, n- not for entertainment, but then it's like, why are, why do you want people following you? But I guess maybe they just want. It's like, why to do know. people even want to be followed on Instagram, anyways? And it's like, probably because they want to impress people. 
Yeah, well, this is actually interesting. Like, the other day, I posted something on my story. It was probably, like, a picture. Maybe it was from Halloween. And then I was looking at the people that saw it. And there have been many times I've gone through, like, unfollowing sprees. Like, unfollowing Mm -hmm. people that I, like, really could, like, Mm -hmm. not care less about their life. No offense. Mm -hmm. Um... (laughs) And I was looking at the people that look at my story, and, like, a lot of them are people that I unfollowed but still follow me, and I didn't even realize that, you know what I mean? Like, those people that I really Mm -hmm. don't care about. And it made me, like, uncomfortable, kind of. Like, oh, this random person that I really don't care about, like, is seeing this picture. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind it's, like, odd that I feel that way because so many of my friends just, like, don't care at all. Yeah. But I really am just, like... Getting unfollowed, though can be a sting it can be a blow not if not if you don't know the person but if you were like tight at one point and they randomly unfollow you right yeah it's just like ooh, i don't know but i don't know like i wish that i could i think there is a way to like make people unfollow you because like people that i don't know yeah but i don't want to block them yeah but I'm always like, how do you even like this random girl that went to high school and she wasn't even in my grade she was like a year above me I was like, why do you even look at my story? Like, why do you care? It's a thing is, though, it's, like, you post for, like, everyone. So, I like, know. you should expect that everyone will look at I know, look that's the it. thing. It was just, like, I yeah. didn't even realize but she it's was like, still following but me. But I know what you mean. It's, like, so was like oh, why, yeah. why do some people care? Like, right. why are the same consistent people looking at my story? Right. Yeah, but I guess some is. people, like, really just, like, consume. Because, like, when I look at Instagram, I just, like... I never really scroll scroll through Instagram anymore because it just, like, does not do anything good for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, like, my friends' pictures will always come up first because mm-hmm. of, the, like, the algorithm yeah. or whatever. And I'll just, like, like their pictures and then their stories, like, also come up first. And I'm obviously I'm interested in yeah. what they're posting. But I don't, like, watch people's stories that I, like, don't care yeah. about. Same with Snapchat. I, don't, I will not click through. I don't even watch Snapchat stories anymore. I watch them if I know they'll be good, but not yeah. if they're, like, shitty. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say, though? I feel like with Instagram, I have, like, a mental list in my head of who I care about. Mm-hmm. I just, like, go through it. Like, oh, how's Bella doing or whatever? How's Stranger right. doing? How's, yeah. like, whatever? And I just, like, check on them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And sometimes I'll see a picture that I haven't liked and it's been, like, a week, but I'll like it anyways because mm-hmm. I'm like, they're not going to think it's weird, you know? Yeah, exactly. I agree. But, yeah, so that's what I do with Instagram. I don't really scroll through it either mm-hmm. um do you spend a long time on social media um okay well since downloading tiktok i'm now spending too much time on social media because tiktok i really like have become addicted to yeah um but before that no like i would go on twitter probably for like an hour a day mm-hmm. which i don't think is like too much time because also this is something that I, someone maybe tweeted about or like said in a podcast that I listened to before, um, but she was like, for me like, social media like that doesn't make me like feel bad about myself like social media that I like makes me feel like, mm-hmm. you know like relaxed and like you know what I mean, is like a form of self care and like it's okay to think wow. that and I was yeah. like that's so true like, I don't need to. Like, our entertainment options have just changed so drastically and like, over the past 10, 20 years. Yeah. And, like, now, like, before when the only option was, like, television, now you can, like, 
watch YouTube, you can go on social media, and it's like, if this is an, a form of entertainment that you like and is, like, doing good things for you, then yeah, it's self-care, and, like, you shouldn't feel guilty about that. That's so true. Yeah. Thank you. Right? It, that really changed my life when she said that. Yeah. I was like, wow, like, I don't need to make myself feel bad anytime I go on Twitter. Like, yeah, cause you're I'm like... choosing to do that instead of, like, maybe just, like... Because we're just conditioned because for so many years just people just, like, watch TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now it's, like... And especially because we're at the... Like, we're the age where social we started using social media like this. Mm-hmm. That I feel like a lot of older people like to shame us for it. But mm-hmm. it's, like, just because you're not acclimated to this form of consumption, like, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's something, like, ro- inherently wrong. That's like, so true, yeah. yeah. That's so true. I think... I think you're right if there's... If, like, you cultivate an environment, like, on your social media platforms that's, like, conducive to your, like, growth and healing and it doesn't make you feel bad to scroll through, like, mm-hmm. by all means do it. You know what I mean? Right. And that's why, like... I, and I'm, like, actively choosing not to go on, like, Instagram most of the time and not to go on, like, yeah Facebook most of the time. But Twitter, like, make, does not make me feel bad about myself. Like, I always, like, mm-hmm. puts me in a good mood. I'm always yeah. laughing at something. And so, like, that's, I, like, I don't need to make myself feel yeah. bad about that. Some things that make me feel bad, though, is if you go through someone's likes and you're like, is that about me? Oh, I don't is do that. that. Oh. <laughs> Oops. But I used to. Okay, yeah. That it's so interesting that like we can that we can do that I now. I used to go through Alexis's likes all yeah. the time when we first started dating, and, and now I still do tem- sometimes just because they're funny. Yeah. Like things that she likes, but yeah. What would you say your overall relationship with social media is like? Ooh, I would say it's um, a work in progress. Okay. Yeah, I would say it's something that I'm like really. Um, it's kind of, like, not really talked about, our relationship with social media. Like, it's talked about on, like, this large, like, systemic scale, I think. Like, about, like, social media does this and does this. But, like, I feel like a lot of people, like, are internally, like, am I using social media too much? Am I gaining anything from this you know what I mean like asking the same questions that we're asking right now which is why I'm glad where we are but like even with my other friends like one of my friends had to delete Instagram off her phone last semester because she was found herself using it too much and like that was really great that she was able to like recognize that and like be able Mm -hmm. to do something about it but it's it's really something that's nobody really talk like it's so new and nobody really yeah. talks to us about this and like we've kind of had to be like the like cultivate our own the like guinea relationships pigs of it. yeah and like sort of self like regulate and yeah. that's really hard like self regulate this extremely addicting like egotistical yeah. media that's so true and i always like was curious about your relationship with it because like especially because you were in a sorority, mm-hmm. and I couldn't imagine, like, being around all those girls and not letting it get to you in some Yeah, way, it know? is hard, yeah. Because I'm sure some of them are, like, obsessed with it. Yeah, well, and it's honestly, like, it helps me. I think that I'm just, like, naturally a private person, so, like, mm-hmm. I don't prefer to, like, put a lot of myself on Instagram, and, like, even my captions that I do for Instagram posts are, like, but always, like, extremely short and, like, impersonal mm-hmm. because I just, like don't want 
because a lot of people that follow me are, like, people that I, like, obviously my friends, but also people that I, like, don't know super well, and, like, Mm -hmm. I really don't care to know that much about me, so that helped, I think, but, yeah, there was just a lot of social media and a lot of, like, you have to get a good picture for, not, like, anyone telling you that, but, like, that was sort of, like, everyone felt that way, including me, like, okay, we're going to this formal event, like, I have to get a good picture, and it's a lot of pressure, like, yeah. It totally changes the way that you that you think about it and like the like getting ready and like then you have to take a good picture if you don't get one it's like extremely stressful and then it's the same thing for all of these events. Social media definitely changed going out like Mm -hmm. I think I didn't realize it but for a while I was like doing something and being like I want a good picture like because of this or whatever and then as I, like, got more and more good pictures, like, quote-unquote, I was just like, okay, but this isn't actually doing anything for me. Mm-hmm. So now I can just live my life. And then yeah. I got to the point where I was like, well, I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. And then when I started to not care, people would be like, hey, can I take your picture, like, for, like, this? Like, we should post this. And then I was like, oh, I have more opportunities now because I, like, right. literally was just so chill about it, yeah. you know? Right. But when you're, like, so uptight about it, you, like, almost, like, block it in yeah. a way. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I agree. Thankfully, I've been able to, like, I've never really, excuse me, I've never really cared about the amount of likes I get. Same. Which is good, because a lot of people do care about that. So, like, some people, when they post a picture, like, then it's, like, like, it's stressful posting the picture and, like, choosing it. Like, thankfully, like, I just sort of, like, go, like, do whatever Mm -hmm. I like best. Um, but... Some people, it's, like, they post it, and then they're, like, oh, how many likes am I getting? You know what I mean? Thankfully, like, I have never cared about that. Yeah, I mean, it just, I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just, like, it's just, you're, like, literally concerned about how many times someone double taps I know, and for for me, I never like things on Instagram because I'm honestly just too lazy. Like, Uh unless it's someone that I'm genuinely, like... If it's you or Georgia or, like, mm-hmm. Alexis or, like, one of Alexis' friends, I'm, like, oh, I actually, like, see this person and talk to them on a regular basis. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to like this picture. But other people, I never like their pictures because yeah. I'm honestly just, like, too lazy to do that. Yeah. But a lot of people I know just, like, go through Instagram and just, like, 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 like. And it's, like, almost like this um, unspoken, like, agreement yeah. that they're going to like their pictures and they're going to like. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Vice versa. And that's actually true. Like, if I started liking people's pictures, they would notice and like my pictures more. You know what I mean? But I just, like, I'm just generally genuinely too lazy. That's true, yeah. But, yeah, it's really... You have those followers that, like, you have this weird unspoken relationship, but if you, like, saw them at the store, you wouldn't go say hi to them. Which is super weird. Yeah. I know. It's just such a weird relationship people have. And it's, like... When you lose a follower that you, like, don't know that well, but you're, like, oh. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that girl, like, that I saw at, like, Target every week, like, doesn't follow me. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just, like, weird. Right. Um, but I would never say hi. Right. Um. Okay, so we talked about this a little bit before, but, like, do you think you have a personal... We all have a personal brand, mm-hmm. I would say. Do you think that, like, social media benefits your brand? Or do you think you... Like, what would you say your brand is? I don't think I have one. Do you think I have one? 
Um, I think I'm just very, like, sort of, like, elusive on social media. Like, just sort of, like... I feel like you do have a brand. I think your brand is, like... I don't like to use this word, so I'm... No, it's not about No, but so, it's, like, quirky... But uh-huh. cool, but okay, like legitimately cool, cool. like okay. not like fake cool. Or I'll like, take it. Like you're cool because you don't know that you're cool. Uh huh. But okay. you're also quirky and I funny. I definitely don't think yeah. I'm cool. Yeah, because like you don't think you're cool, and you don't give off a vibe that you think you're cool. Okay. So your brand is like quirky and like funny, but like also like genuinely cool. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, that's good to yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm like I try and be like. Sort of just, like, a like little off the cuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. You try to be, but it's also, like, she didn't try that hard. You know? Right, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can tell, like, she's, like, yeah. pretty, like, naturally like that, you yeah. know? Yeah, I do try to be funny, but, you know. Don't we all? That's, like, <laughs> yeah, the point right. of it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I definitely don't. I'm definitely not one of those people that, like, tries to cultivate, like, an, a, a brand online. Definitely. Which I, and I know not. that some people do and like some of my friends do and like I admire them for it I wish that I yeah not that I wish that I did but like I almost wish that I like cared enough to do that you know Mm -hmm. what I mean because it seems like I don't know it just is really interesting and cool and like looks cool but like I'm just too lazy cool yeah but then it's like you can have someone with a good Instagram, but, like, are they a good person? Like, you might not be, like, right. get yeah. along in real life, mm-hmm. you know, if they have a good Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Do you think that you have a personal brand? Um, I think that you do. What would you say it is? Just, like, hysteric. I think I'm wicked funny, but that's yeah. just me. Like, whatever. You've always been that way. Thank you. Just, like, hysterical, and you're just, like, ready to, like... Just Thanks. have a good time. Thanks. Yeah. What about on Instagram? I feel like Instagram. But like same, like you're just like so like you you post good pictures and like they're Thanks. but like they're always like funny. There's Thank there's you. never a dry photo. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. They're yeah. all pretty wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, Thank you. Okay. Um Okay. Advantages. What do you think the advantages are to social media? Oh, definitely that um I definitely think there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of things, bad things, but I think there's a lot of advantages. Like, I was just thinking about how, um, a few weeks ago I saw when I was walking out of, when I was walking downtown, mm-hmm. and I ran into him, and I, like, caught up with him, because I haven't seen him in, like, years, you yeah. know what I mean? And it felt like, even though I haven't seen him in that long, I follow him on Instagram, and I, like... I'm friends with him on Facebook, and so, like, uh-huh. I see his posts, and I, like, have seen his life, you know what I mean, the past few years, mm-hmm. and so, instead of it feeling like I have someone that I haven't seen and, like, I'm totally out of touch with, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to see you, like, how's your cat, you know what yeah, I mean, I know yeah. you have a cat, so, like, that's really always makes me happy, like, that's so that true. kind of stuff, so I would say that, for me, the biggest advantage is, like, keeping up with people that I don't see that often that are, like, people that I really care about even if they're not like in my life all the time you Mm -hmm. know like even like other people that we used to work with like Uh that we care that aren't like crazy that we care about you know what I mean yeah exactly and like you when like we were when we weren't like near each other all the time Uh Georgia stuff like that Andrew you know yeah I think one thing though is just like it's hard to tell 
how someone's doing genuinely. I agree. But it's but good I think for it's, conversation. Yeah. Well, and also, like, it, like, I just like knowing, like, what people are up to, even though, even if it's, like, rare posts. Like, I agree that it's definitely not the same as, like, how are you? Like, yeah. how do you feel? You know what I mean? How are you actually doing? But, like, I think that in an age without social media, like, people like that, I just would have, yeah. like sort of lost touch with yeah you know? you think about them and be like i wonder how they're doing. right and now it's a really nice feel to yeah. be like like whenever because i don't go on like don't go scrolling through yeah. like in social media that often and so like to be able to be like oh i wonder how this person is doing and go to their instagram and being able to like catch up on like the last six months of their not yeah. like you know what I mean? It's not the same as, like, having a phone call, but being able to be like, oh, cool, they're still dating dating that yeah. person, and they seem really happy together, they're you engaged, know? engaged. Right, And that's yeah. so exciting. Yeah. So I think it's good, like, like with, like, life events, like, getting pregnant or, like, having a baby or being engaged, like, I think it's actually, like, a good way to, like, get, like, support and mm-hmm. be, like, people being, like, excited for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Or good news. Mm-hmm. And if they're good people, they'll be genuinely happy for yeah. you. Yeah. I also think that it's a nice way to keep in touch with people, like, in terms of, like, sharing funny content, honestly, like, Twitter, like, there are so many friends that I have that we, like, will just randomly, sometimes I'll see a tweet, and I think, and I'm like, oh, this, this person would love, would, like, love this tweet, and be able to send it to them, you know what I mean, to DM them, and same with, like, Instagram, Yeah, yeah, like, that's just nice. It's it's, it's a great. nice perk. It's kind of strange when yeah. you think about it, but it's funny. Yeah. I think I think social media, honestly, like as you get older, like and by older I mean like in your twenties, mm-hmm. you're just like you give less of a about I shouldn't swear. Um why? I don't know. <laughs> I wanna be a teacher. Um, oh yeah. Um you give less of a you can uh-huh. actually just enjoy it yes, you know it's true and like when you're like 16 and you want everyone to like you it's like more stressful mm-hmm. you know even what I when mean? you're in like yeah even when you're in like college maybe yeah. it's just a maturity thing i but, think it is you know yeah. maybe like at some point it becomes more fun than it does become stressful you know yeah so if you get to that point it's like running yeah first, i think yeah yeah i agree that's, wait, finish your I was just gonna say, at first, like, it sucks, because, like, you're not in shape. Right. Then once you get there, you're like, oh, this is actually really fun, like, I, I like doing this. Well, for some people. Yeah, some I people. personally... <laughs> not everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And I think that I am kind of reaching that point. That's what I mean when I say that my relationship with social media is a work in progress, because it definitely used to be something that I felt a lot of pressure to keep up with, and, like do certain things and I'm just slowly learning to just like do whatever I want and like that it's okay and people aren't like thinking less of me because I haven't posted on Instagram in like four months like people don't think that I'm like unhappy and like you know what I mean because it depends some people can post a lot when they're sad to prove that they're happy Mm-hmm. Or some people, when they're happy, don't post at all because they're like, I don't need to prove that I'm happy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So so true. So a disadvantage, I guess, would be that you can't always see how someone's really doing. Mm-hmm. But I do think that people who say, like, social media is fake, they're just fake people. Yeah. I don't think that it's... It's not fake. Like, yeah, it's, it's like nature. a picture and it's, like, curated in a certain way. But it's, like, like, I kind of... It's, like, kind of just, like, a... 
I don't know. Like, it is a like snapshot of your form. personality. Right, yeah. You and know? some of my friends, which I really, like, think is cool, like, really look at Instagram as, like, an art form and, like, really love just taking certain pictures and, like, making their stories look a certain way. And I, like, just, lo- like, love that. I And, like, their highlights, you know what I mean, on Instagram. Yeah, some and, like, people do a really nice job Yeah, and, like, it's, like, just sort of this online, like, really, like, an online brand sort yeah. of, like, page, you know what I mean? That's, like, really customized and, like, made exactly how they want it. And I just think that's really cool. And, like, even though I don't do that because I just, like, like, don't, like, care yeah. to do that. Like, I just think that that's really, like, I don't know. It's I really artistic. It, it is artistic, and I think people don't recognize that. Especially yeah. older people. They don't recognize that the things people are doing are actually very artistic, mm-hmm. just, like, in a medium that they haven't gotten familiar with. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I look at people that, like, try to, like, get pictures and stuff for Instagram, and I'm, like, at first I was, like, would roll my eyes, but now I'm, like, you know what? Like, they're trying to do something Mm -hmm. that's, like, and they clearly like it, so it's, like, who am I to say that it's stupid, you know? If you like it, then you should just do it, you know? Yeah. So I don't think there's too many disadvantages unless you're comparing yourself to other people. Right. Which is definitely a thing, but no one, like, there's, like, a lot of body positivity Mm-hmm. on the web you know and that's something this is kind of related but something that I'm learning to work mm-hmm. on is if like I'm with my friends and they're like I and a lot of them are like I I need to get a good insta pic like I really need to take a good picture and I don't feel that way I mm-hmm. sort of suddenly feel like oh I should do that too mm-hmm. and even though I like don't really care to you know what I mean mm-hmm. I just feel like oh now I should like all my friends are trying to take a good picture like maybe I should too so I'm learning to be like it's fine like they want to do that and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that and there's nothing wrong with me not wanting that's to so like true. It's that's just... a mature thing to think too I'm still working on it yeah thanks I definitely feel like not the need to prove anything but I'm just like I feel like I don't have pictures with like people that I really love and I'm just like mm-hmm. why don't I have pictures with you but I'm like but like I don't need to prove anything either right. you know what I mean yeah but um and some people I have a lot of pictures with, but, like, they're not as close to me. It's really weird, like, how that works, but I don't know. It's just, like, yeah. some people you just get more opportunities for pictures with, and some yeah, people you're, like... that's really true. Like, we hardly have any pictures together. We, I don't think we have one. Well, we have that one picture of us at Real Trail. That was on Twitter, on my Twitter. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's... Thank goodness. We probably have a picture of us from your birthday. Yeah, but it wasn't a good one. Yeah, probably not. But, yeah, probably not. <laughs> um... Right, yeah, some people you just have more opportunities yeah. to take pictures with, yeah. So uh, interesting. Okay, what are your, like, pet peeves about social media? Um, that it's, like, constant, like, that you, that there's no, like, hours of operation. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, like, you can, constant. Yeah. yeah. And also, like... I don't know. I don't. I guess that's a really good question. I think my peeves are more about certain people. That people like, they're like, we've been in, we've been together for two months, and I'm so in love. I'm just like, can you stop? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I feel that way too, and I have to constantly repress it. But yeah. Like, don't put it on social right. media. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Yeah, that's true. I, I think one of my pet peeves is just that I feel like I have to 
do things a certain way on social media and like I don't you know there's what I mean no I right can, or wrong right way. yeah so like feeling that there's these like unwritten rules, rules. yeah which there kind of are and they're I know they're, they're kind of are like, but like that's not real you know what I yeah. mean like that's just like like if you were to like get like get on the floor and like do a handstand and be like take a picture of this for my insta and then write like a caption like love corn Right. Wouldn't make it right. But, like, like you no, can do that. Yeah, you, there's not... It's not illegal. You just, like, can't do it, you know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. hmm Like, I've thought about that. Like, what if I just, like, one day just, like, started, like, posting the weirdest things? Real, that would be fun stuff. Oh, another pet peeve I have is, like, the intersection of, like, um, like... Not not companies having social media because that's part of what I do for my job. Like I yeah. think that's totally fine. But, um, like influencers and like paid, yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like people that you follow that are like, like sugar bear sp- being pair. sponsored. Yeah, I don't know. It just like puts. I mean, I guess like everything is like monetized. You know what yeah. I mean. But. I just wish that I could, like, go through Instagram and not be, like, have someone trying to sell me something. Yeah. That would be nice. PM Which is also schemes. why I don't, like, why, why I do, like, Twitter so much, because that hardly ever happens That to me is so Twitter. true, yeah. And, like, sometimes I'll see a tweet that's, like, paid promotion, and I'm like, I don't like this ad. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that that's one of the things I really like about Twitter. Twitter, I think we can both agree, is, is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because this is a podcast about self-love, mm-hmm. how do you think we can use social media to better ourselves and cultivate an online space for self-love? Um, I think trying to, like, only sort of, like, think of social media as, like, more of a community that you're sort of building around you, Mm -hmm. and not as, like, this, like, empty void where, like, it's, like, a, like, A void of comparison and insecurity. Right, that's kind of what I'm trying to think of it as, because, like I said, the way that social media is talked about, like, in the media and by older people, it's sort of just, like, social media capital letters, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just this, like, intense, giant, like, thing. Whereas, like, for people our age, it's a very personal sort of, like, thing that we're constantly around. And, like, we don't have to think of it as this competition. We can sort of, like, yeah. choose who, who you want to follow and who you want to follow you, what you want to post. So that's what I'm trying to think of it as, is more of, like, a supportive community of like people that you care about yeah exactly the ability to like share happy and maybe sad things in your life like more of a and and unfollow people that you don't want to see right um that's been huge for me like there were so many people that I used to follow and it would just make me feel bad about myself and I was like oh I can just unfollow you and never have to see that again and also if you feel hot, like, post a hot picture of yourself. Right, that's another thing that I've been, that I'm a huge yeah. advocate for, like. Is girls feel, loving themselves and feeling hot. Right. Like, what's if better you than feel that? feel good about yourself, like, post a picture and, like, don't yeah. shame other people for doing that. It's not, like, people think it's, like, narcissistic and I'm, like, I actually think that's, like, a profound way mm-hmm. to, like, take back, I don't know, power and just be, like, I 
I like myself today, like, reclaiming your own power mm-hmm. and your own voice and, like, yeah. accepting how you look in this moment, you know? Yeah. I think it's also valuable as a tool for self-reflection, like, being able to look back at thing at posts that you've posted before like we were just looking at twitter like yeah it's nice to be able to like sort of have this archive of pictures and like tweets and things like that and be able to see like growth and change because there's not a lot of opportunities that you have to do that like unless Mm -hmm. you have like old diaries and like stuff like that but it's just such an easy accessible way to see how you've grown and changed and matured and like exactly gone through things that you maybe didn't think that you'd be able to get through at the time you can like look back at that picture and be like I remember I was really struggling exactly there are so many pictures I look back on my Instagram and be like um I was really stressed out I was really unhappy or like I was I had a great day like I'm so glad that I was able to document that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and if you're going through something, like, there are online communities. You can follow people, like, recovery accounts and everything. Yeah. And those, like, help me so much. Like, I personally struggle with an eating disorder, and I follow a lot of doctors who specialize in that mm-hmm. that are always posting stories that are, like, inspirational, like, the body or, like, exercise is not a punishment and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know? And I need to hear that every day, you know? Right. So yeah. it's, like, stuff like that, like, makes me, like makes me think that I have a healthy relationship with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, following accounts, like, there's so many, like, any any topic that you wanted to exactly. discover, like, there's, there's accounts for that, and it's so nice to be able to log on to something and be like, oh, I'm seeing this educational, helpful post instead of, like, this girl yeah. that I... That makes me, like, unhappy. This girl at 7th grade told me I was fat, you know? Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't need... Did you unfollow her? (laughs) No one ever told me that. (laughs) This bitch better be really (laughs) inflamed. She better be (laughs) swollen. Hello, can you hear me? Hello, yes I can. Technology is amazing. Right? (laughs) How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm hanging in there. Work's kind of a pain, but, you know, we gotta do it. Yep. <laughs> How's work for you? It's not bad. It, it's work. I'm actually back in the office with social distancing protocols. So, oh, nice. That's good. It's good and bad. It's nice to see people, but at the same time, I'm back to commuting, which I'm like, ugh. Yeah. And masks are no fun in the summer. No. <laughs> but again, you got to do what you got to do. So, exactly. Once this calms down, I would love to grab a drink or something too. Oh, definitely. I'm once everything's, you know, safe enough, I'm like so out. <laughs> Me too. I'm so ready. Mhm. I have a bunch of que- not a bunch. I have like six questions for you. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be like an interview style. It can just be like us talking back and forth and stuff like that and if like we start talking, like, you say something that makes me, like, think of something else. Like, we can go off on tangents and stuff like that. So, don't feel any pressure to, like, stick to a script or anything. Sounds good. Just, like, talk. Like, you're just talking to me. Um, That's usually how I get the best, like, stuff. And thank you so, so much for doing this. Um, You were, like, the first person that came to my mind. Because I was, like, I saw, I see your posts all the time. So. I try. <laughs> yeah. 
So first, um, I'm going to ask you the first question, which is, can you just tell everyone like about yourself a little bit? That's always the hardest question to answer for me. (laughs) Um, Because I can talk so much about other things, but myself, I don't know, I'm 21. Sometimes I think I'm young. Sometimes I think I'm old. (laughs) But I just finished college. um, And I'm a anxious mess and a perfectionist but also um I don't know I'm (laughs) I just kind of exist I do my thing I love animals um I'm a creative person I like art things like that um so yeah (laughs) we've known each other since since we were literally five and six which is crazy to me yes (laughs) and you're one of the few people that I still talk to from when I was five and six besides like my brothers and cousins (laughs) exactly so so yeah you you you've definitely been a consistent person like in my life and um but I think that one thing is we've both kind of kept our body image kind of out of our friendship and everything like that so I'm kind of wondering like how have you struggled like with your body image if you don't mind answering that oh we can go for it um Personally, I used to be very closed off about it because that's just how I was. And then kind of after I got to school and once I started really, really struggling in life, I kind of realized like, oh, wow, I'm really struggling. But you know what? I talked to people about it and it was not the end of the world. Um, Yeah. So a lot of times it was something I kept incredibly private. Um, Like when we were friends. um, Yeah. Because my mother loves you. (laughs) And yeah. Um. She'll say things. She's like, I knew both of you were anxious messes. Like, I I, I knew. <laughs> we love Carol. We mm-hmm. love Carol. She's so incredibly honest. I love it. <laughs> yeah, she's she's very honest. And she's very observant. And she, like, when we had um, our fourth grade teacher that we both were not fans of. I just remember. Yeah. Um, and she she always tells me that that was the year she kind of realized I was incredibly anxious um yeah like I would come home and try and do homework and it'd be good enough but I'd be like no it's not good enough it's not perfect it's not great um so that's when kind of at least other people around me realized that I would have some struggles um yeah so I have my struggles with anxiety but then with that I didn't necessarily have a really hard time with body image that I so much during that time um during high school it was a lot of focusing on my anxiety I had a lot of things going on with my personal life um I had people harassing me during high school and so a lot of that was causing anxiety for me so that was the only thing I could worry about was being anxious and getting through school um really yeah and I was on social media but at at the time I didn't have as many issues because I had all these people around me um telling me I was skinny and I was I um because I wasn't eating because of my anxiety yeah and I I've gone through phases I always have where I'm chubby that I'm skinny that I'm chubby that I'm skinny and you know I didn't think about it as anything um until people started pointing it out to me and I think a lot of people who have body image issues and things like that 
can relate to that. A lot of them, until someone says something to you or until you observe something around you where people are discussing a good body versus a bad body, you don't really think about it. That's so true. Um, because, yeah, it. I was told by someone um, one time I was young and I remember this girl that I knew, she had stretch marks and we were young, maybe middle school or early high school. And I'm an idiot kid. Like I, you know, I do my school stuff. I'm not the most street smart. I am a book smart kid all the way. And I didn't know what stretch marks were and they were purple and I thought it was really cool. So I asked her, I was like, what's that? Like what's on your legs? Like I thought she had doodled something on herself or something, you know, and she got so mad at me. And she was like, you're too skinny to understand my problems and you need to stop. And she started crying and walked away. And I sat there and I was like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> whoa, yeah, that's. Um, and I had no idea. So I ended up um, figuring out that they were stretch marks. And when I was figuring it out, you know, kind of like Googling, like, what are these purple marks on people's thighs? it all came up on how to get rid of them. So I was like, oh, I get why she didn't like that I asked her that. Wow. Um, So I never did. And so that was my introduction to unique things about bodies that I was like, this is really cool. Like, I want purple things on my legs. Yeah. (laughs) And then it became, oh, that's an instantly bad thing. And it's something you should cry about. And I didn't have them. Yeah. Um, Now I do. And it's something that most days I'm like, cool, I do. So what? And if I'm just me sitting with myself or with my boyfriend or my close friends, I don't care that they're there. Yeah. When I'm in public, all of a sudden I'm like, everyone's looking at this because they're not invisible. Um, And it's only when I start to think, oh, someone might be judging me for this. But then I remind myself, I'm like, well, What did I think about them before someone told me they were bad? Exactly. I thought they were cool. I thought it was something unique. And, you know, so I just kind of have to remind myself, like, oh, that four-year-old kid that's looking at me isn't judging me. And that adult who is, she is. And I'm sorry for her that she has to care about that. And I go through phases because it's not always great. But that was kind of where, you know, I started learning good body versus bad body is what that tangent was and I say all this with you know the air quotes around good and bad because exactly yeah (laughs) um and as I'm sitting here talking to you I'm doing the air quotes but (laughs) yeah you can't see me um so and like I said I had always been skinny yeah I remember I remember you were you were exceptionally thin around fourth grade yes Um, and I remember you telling me that it was because of your anxiety and I didn't really understand like how someone could be at the time I was, I did not have an eating disorder or anything like that. Um, I didn't understand how someone would not like be hungry if like they were anxious. Like I, I didn't really get that because I, that didn't happen to me until I was like maybe a teenager. So I didn't really get it. And I was just like, I thought something was like, really wrong and I was actually I remember being pretty worried um but 
it was kind of something that we didn't really talk about too much. And I really like how you said that before you try to think about like what you thought of stretch marks, like before you knew that they were air quotes on bad, because I think society kind of plants this seed that like bodies need to look a certain way and it's just, it's not realistic and it's, it definitely is, it's conditioned us our whole lives. It, it really has. And it's actually funny that um, you say you talked to me about it in fourth grade because I don't remember that, but I also don't remember a lot about that time in my life because for some reason or another, I was anxious and I actually, I didn't know what anxiety was in fourth grade. Yeah. But I remember my mother being concerned for me, thinking that it might have been some kind of disordered eating. And yeah. she brought me to, um, like, a child psychologist or something. Uh-huh. And she brought me to doctors because she was like, my child is really, really skinny and won't eat. Like, and she's getting to that age where I don't know what it is. Um, yeah. And all I remember about it was, and this still happens to me now, when I'm anxious, I'm not hungry. But if you yeah. mention the right food to me, I'll eat. Mm -hmm. And it's usually some kind of junk food. (laughs) Um, Okay, retweet. And so I remember in fourth grade, we left the doctor and the doctor told my mom, take her to the grocery store and whatever she wants, buy it. Whether it's chips or something, because at this point I was not eating anything. Yeah. So my doctor was like, I don't care. And he's like, and then supplement it with like shakes. Okay. Um, Like child protein shakes and whatever, Uh because- I can drink things. It's I drink water and stuff. I don't dehydrate. Um, so now when I'm anxious, I find myself having a lot more smoothies and things like that. Yeah, that's good. For some reason, it's just my stomach that it doesn't want food. But now if you're like, well, what about Chipotle? I'm like, well, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's super real. <laughs> so and it's just something that's happened. And that's where a lot of my weight fluctuation has come from. Um, in high school, I lost about 30 pounds in a month from not eating from anxiety. That's crazy. That's like a pound a day. It, it was disturbing and I was disturbed by it. And I was like, Hmm, I should probably eat. And this was my junior year of high school. So it was right around prom. Oh yeah. And everyone was talking about getting skinny for prom and everyone was complimenting me. And I had people in my life being like, wow, you did that. Like, that's awesome. You look so good. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm not eating, but everyone's saying I look good. That's such a big problem. That's like another thing I wanted to talk about. Like, you should never compliment someone on a weight change because you have no idea what they're going through. And a lot of times weight changes are like, like signal mental health problems. Yes, exactly. And that's exactly what had happened to me. I was so anxious that I couldn't eat. So I was losing weight. It wasn't that I was, you know, eating healthier or exercising more. I was in worse physical shape than I am now. I could not run and I could not walk because I would get exhausted. Yeah. And it was just, and everyone was saying, you look good. So I was like, okay. And then as it always does, my anxiety eventually subsides. Like, one day, I'm just fine. Um, once the anxiety, the thing causing it has gone away or has decreased, 
it takes me a little bit. I have like this recovery period. And then all of a sudden my stomach is growling and I'm like, I'm going to eat whatever the heck I want. Yeah. So, but then because my body had been in starvation for so long, everything I ate, it just clung to and I gained weight fast. Um, and I was in the mindset of, I haven't eaten in forever and I want to eat and I don't care what I'm going to eat. So it's this yeah. vicious cycle for me. That's but- really, that sounds really, really like tough and and frustrating and also like it feels like a lot of people that aren't close to you wouldn't understand it so maybe in a way that's like scary for you it is because like it so it happened to me in high school yeah and then and at that time I wasn't on any anxiety medication which I am now and that also contributes to weight gain totally I gained weight on my anxiety medication too oh yeah and it happens and at first the weight gain was okay and then it just kept going and I was like in my head for some reason I decided oh my gosh this needs to stop and but it didn't because I eventually when I was on the medication I was level-headed enough to kind of talk myself out of any kind of disordered behaviors I was kind of like you know, oh, da, 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 da. I don't want to be like triggering to anyone, but um, so I've been fortunate enough that I have been able to avoid um, any kind of severe disordered eating, um, but it doesn't change the fact of how I feel about myself sometimes. Um, or the fact that it's really serious anyways. Right. It doesn't change that I will still dislike my body or my weight. I just, there's a part of me I have, I wouldn't say the willpower because I don't believe that people who exhibit disordered eating behaviors have, you know, like there's, they are not worse people because they air quotes give in or anything to that. Like, exactly. Yeah. And so it's tough me because I'm like, oh, well, I don't have an eating disorder per se but I still struggle um you still struggle and you definitely have a really complicated and painful past which is still serious um and thank you for like sharing that and everything I'm kind of wondering if um you know once you mentioned that like once you started like eating more and everything like that you said like you know I I don't care I just want to eat like just to like because I was so hungry before like I just want to like you know kind of get rid of this like starvation mindset and everything like that do you find yourself now like consciously restricting in an effort to like maybe in what you consider it to be balancing it out even though that's probably not the best way to do it yeah like oh well I just came out of anxiety and I ate like crap for a week so now I have to only eat salad kind of thing yeah (laughs) yeah um again I would say those are thoughts that enter my mind and I might do it for a day and then the next day I'm like no that was stupid like yeah because it's not like I'm sitting there and I'm you know having extreme extremely unhealthy food and only extremely unhealthy food and destroying my body I I eat ice cream I eat hamburgers I also eat salads and I also eat fruit like 
Yeah. Yeah. It's about balance. Right. And that's something that I have struggled with because um, balance, some people just don't believe in balance, I feel like. Um, Yeah, it's not a it's not a way of life for people that have problems with their body. A lot of the times they're just like, it's definitely very black and white for them. Yeah, it's ice cream is always bad. Exactly. And I'm like, if you have ice cream for every meal, every day of the week, forever, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, if you're like the super size me guy who's like eating McDonald's every day for a month and then he's like, I got wicked fat. And everyone's like, well, that's your fault. You know, and like, he's like, my health is ruined. Like, that's a total, a total example of like completely overindulging. But like you mentioned that you 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 might engage in that kind of behavior for a day but you're able to pull yourself out of it what do you think it is that helps you pull yourself out of it because I'm wondering if that would help someone else that's listening well the first thing that popped into my head is it's the fact that I'm medicated um yeah I do have some sort of stabilization and the indulging can either go one way or the other it can be I'm only going to eat a yogurt and a salad today or it'll be well, you know what? I want Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast and pizza for dinner and I don't care and I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. Um, And I think having days where you do what you want is fine and I'm not saying don't do that. Yeah. Um, Because I'm not here to tell people what their body needs. Exactly. Some people just need more food than other people and some people honestly like even though they're thinner, they're not as fit. So it's like so hard like everyone is just not one size fits all right like I was saying I'm more physically active now than I was when I was skinny because I find that I do it because I enjoy it when I was skinny it was I have to work out and now it's like I want to go for a walk or I want to go for a run um and so I found myself doing that but Going back to what you were saying about pulling myself out, I think it's also part of it is a mindset that while I haven't perfected it, I've been really working on it. And that's kind of, I feel like part of the reason I'm here talking to you is my mindset of like, I need to do what's good for me. Yeah. And I have two extremes to my brain and my personality that I've kind of gotten to know because I spend all my time with them. And one is the extreme of like, you're horrible and you're worthless and you need to do everything you possibly can to be everything society wants you to be. Yeah. And I have the other extreme of who cares? Nothing matters. Do whatever you want. Be reckless. Whatever. Yeah. This is a simulation. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> right. Like if I die, I'm just going to come back anyway. Like, yeah, exactly. you know, <laughs> um, and this is actually something I've worked on in therapy. I, um, And it's kind of this one thing I've been working on is scenarios and like best case versus worst case scenarios and then finding a balance in the middle. And I think it's that same kind of mindset of like you have one extreme and the other extreme, but the rational path is the middle. That's so so true. And I think that everyone has the capability to think that way and they can and they do automatically but there's other forces that are just strong enough to overpower that oh 100 percent. because I can't say I haven't given into those forces too 
Exactly. Because I'll be in my room and I'll be like, this is perfect. I'm going to do this and I'm going to be fine. And then I go on Instagram. Oh, yeah. So I have actually stopped using my old personal Instagram with all of my followers from high school and college and people I've met three times and I just want them to like my pictures. And I strictly use my more positive Instagram where I follow people that I want to follow, not just people that I'm like, oh, well, I want them to follow me too. Um, I love that Instagram. I sometimes (laughs) post when I'm like having a bad day. Uh, if anyone wants to follow Monica, I mean, actually, she probably wouldn't want that. Um, but anyways, I mean, people are welcome to follow me. I would just keep them, you know, if they're listening to this, they already know everything there is to know. about. Um, True. There's nothing True. more personal on there than what we're doing here, because I've I've also lost my filter as I've grown up. Um, OK, that's fair. Yeah. I may not follow you back if I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I really enjoy your posts. I think that um they always make me think about like focusing on what my body can do and not what it looks like because like you've kind of you've kind of like you help me get motivated to stay fit and everything because I see like that you're like always like kind of like moving and everything like that and that's just like really cool to see someone that's like has a healthy for the most part I would say in the present moment like you you definitely um have like healthy thoughts I'm not saying like all the time but like what you post is always very healthy and inspiring so I definitely like to look at those um and it's always nice to see like another woman like that has her good days and bad days but ultimately like loves herself regardless of of you know what other people think well, I'm really glad that you like it. And that's kind of the goal of it, because part of my anxiety and my dealing with anxiety is talking about it and sharing it and yeah, having people listen to me. And, you know, there's only so many times I can force my mom to sit with me and talk to her about the same things for three hours. Like, yeah, yeah. Eventually it gets nowhere for both of us because we both agree. <laughs> yeah. And so it kind of was like, I'm going to use this account to share things that make me happy or the idea of it was to be authentic because I was noticing myself on my other Instagram account deleting things if they didn't get enough likes editing my face to make it smaller and like things that were just I would uh, look at myself and be like what am I doing and then eventually my boyfriend Kyle he saw me editing my face on an app and he was like what are you doing yeah and I was like oh, I'm doing this. And he was like, why? And I'm like, to make my face smaller. And he was like, why? Um, and, you know, it, it kind of made me think. And I was like, why am I doing it? It was a minuscule change. But in my head, it was like, well, people will like this more. If yeah. I make my face smaller. That's super real. Yeah, I've I've done that before. Not with my face, but with like, I've definitely like, smoothed out some things you know like in my days Um, yeah and I think most people would be lying if they say they haven't done it yeah and I'm not here to tell you that you can't do that you just have to know that it's not real exactly Instagram is is people okay so there's a people say sometimes like Instagram isn't real and I think 
this is what I my take on it. I think that Instagram is as real as social media can get, but if you're an if you're, you know, in touch with your inauthentic side sometimes, that can come out. But I don't think it's inherently like fake. No, I don't think it's fake. I think what I always say is it's a highlight reel. Exactly. It's what people want you to see. And um a lot of my friends will joke with me that I should go into the FBI because I can figure things out from social media very, very easily. And they're like, how do you do this? How do you know? Like, I'll say something about someone and they'll be like, oh, I don't know. And then a week later, they'll be like, oh my gosh, you were right. Wow. And I'll be be like, because I've been them. Wow. Yeah. And I know why they're doing what they're doing. And I'm not someone, you know, I can a lot of times tell when things are edited, but I'm not the type of person to comment. You edited this. Yeah, because that's not my place. And because I've been there and that will destroy them more than just letting them do what they're going to do. What you have to do is worry about yourself and say, I know that that's edited or I know that there's a chance this is edited. So I'm not going to compare that to myself. Exactly. And I think, yeah, they can post what they want. Exactly. And that's, I think number one, why so many girls have insecurities is because of social media and all that stuff that they, that they like preach, which is annoyingly true. Um, And also I think that it's important to like, to not tear each other down at the same time and be able to recognize like, okay, like I know that's not real completely. I know it's kind of edited but I'm not going to tear another girl down because I know I wouldn't like that. And it's just perpetuating this cycle of like girls not supporting each other and society and in turn, like putting like gross standards on women, you know? Right. And that's kind of the logic behind it because the other thing with it is maybe something's not edited, but things are posed or things are filtered. You know, there's, there's things people do to create a certain image on social media. Yeah. And at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with it. You don't take a photo of a tree from the worst angle if you can get a better angle. Exactly. And that's fine. It's just you're not going to walk around and now compare every other tree to that one tree you saw at that cool angle. Trees are still pretty. I I honestly never thought of it that way. And that blew my mind a little bit. (laughs) Because recently I work at a summer camp, like, which is you know, you think wouldn't be able to run during coronavirus, but somehow it does. Um, and I recently saw a picture of myself in a bathing suit with my uh, campers. Um, and I freaked out when I saw it because I thought I looked fat in it. And then I, after kind of talking myself out of it, I like, I, I like saw a picture of myself that I took and I thought I looked fine in it. Um, and then I was like, all right, it's probably, it's probably exactly what you said. Like that was a bad angle. I couldn't control that, you know? And I think a lot of the times, like the need for control is really like persistent. And like, when you don't have that control, like, you know, it causes you to like really question your body and like your like the standards that society has set so I think like that like if you see like a bad picture of yourself it's not that like that's how you really look it's just like it could be a bad angle and also even if you did look like that 
it's just one facet of what you look like in one particular instance, you know? Right. So kind of what I was talking about with the trees is it always helps me to isolate it to something else. Because if I think about an issue, putting myself in it, I become more defensive. I become more anxious about myself. Yeah. Let's put it into like, I take photos for my friends, Instagrams all the time because Uh I, I know, you know, I want some cute pictures. They want some cute, I'm all for that. Uh-huh. Um, and I'll take pictures of them and I will think it's the most beautiful picture of them ever. They look stunning. Their smile is awesome. You know, their outfits on point, whatever it is. And I'll show it to them and they'll be like, oh my gosh, no, I hate this. Yeah. Yeah. That's so real. And so I think about that with pictures of myself. I'm like, yeah, there's obviously ones where I'm on purpose making a funny face or I'm like full bending over and you know, whatever there are going to be unflattering angles. And that's just life, no matter if you're the hottest person in the world or not. Exactly. It's an unflattering angle. It's not a trait of yourself. It's not something that defines your body. Exactly. And the trick is to not let a bad photo ruin your debt because it totally can. Oh, it can. And it's happened to me before. Yeah. Or a number on a scale or something like that that can ruin your day. Mm -hmm. And so when that happens to me, when I find myself being like, oh my gosh, this number, oh my gosh, this photo or whatever. I'm like, what would I say if one of my friends came to me with this issue? And what would I tell them? And yeah, that's good. I'm not going to tell them, oh yeah, you really are no yeah. <laughs> why would I ever tell them that it would be a lie like yeah <laughs> or what did I say like oh that is a really ugly picture of you you're not a pretty person <laughs> no <laughs> like that is the most That's absurd terrible. thing yeah and it's not something I would even think about one of my friends you know exactly. like oh I would think it but not say it. I'm like that's never even something I would think exactly it's like you think so much worse about yourself than other people like other people only care about like what they look like they don't actually think badly about most people don't think badly about other people's bodies right and then there's people that do and that's always going to be a fact of life and sometimes that has bothered me because I'm like oh well this person definitely thinks less of me like the person in my past who used to tell me I was too skinny or you know used to like compare themselves to me or say things about my body they probably think I'm fat and ugly right now. And I'm like, but you know what? Clearly, they're a rude person. So why do I care what a rude person thinks of me? Okay, first of all, you're not fat or ugly. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> just they probably that. think I am. <laughs> I don't think that either. But I, I agree with what you're saying about why should I care? Right. Because we don't have to believe everything we think or everything other people think about us. It's not true. There is no universal fact that says what pretty is. I'm a facts person. I'm a math person. There are universal laws in math. Two plus two is always going to be four. Blonde and blue eyes is not always going to be pretty. There are people that are blonde with brown eyes or there are people with brown hair and like whatever. There is no universal thing that says this is pretty and this is not. So it becomes an opinion. And opinions can always be disproven. So I go through that logical side sometimes too. And I'm like, your opinion is your opinion and it doesn't affect me and it doesn't change my opinion. You know, if someone was like, I hate dogs. And I'm like, well, I love dogs. Just because they hate dogs, I'm not going to hate them. 
exactly so and just, if you like so if yeah. people have opinions of my body first of all it's none of their business but yeah you know I can't change what they think but what they think isn't going to change how I feel or how I should think about myself totally and you know what I think honestly like what makes a person beautiful in my opinion isn't their body it's the combination of like how they carry themselves and like how happy they are and like how authentic they are it's not about what they like that can translate into like their bodies like how they like you know present it but that's not like it's not like I only look at their bodies like I think someone is way more radiant when like you can tell that they're like really doing work on every aspect of themselves you know exactly you can I've always said you can tell when a person is happy you really can because I faked it for so long that again like I just know because I've been there and Uh you can tell and am I gonna tell someone you're ugly because you're not happy no never but you know you can tell like if someone's sad it doesn't make them ugly if someone's mean it makes them ugly it's kind of nailed it nailed it that's so true if you could be the most stunning person ever but if you're mean it's not gonna happen or if you're arrogant whatever you know you go into a job interview you're being judged based on what you can do not how you look hopefully (laughs) hopefully yeah um and I remember when I was interviewing for jobs after school I was talking to one of my friends and I was like, oh my gosh, like, what if I'm talking to them? Like my chins get double or something and they look at me and they don't like me. And my friend was like, then you don't want to work there. That's so true. And it's like these things that these, yeah, people could be judging you, but you know what? Their judgments are irrelevant and they don't change you and they don't dictate what you are. Um, so. That's really true. Yeah. Like, my most recent post on the Instagram account, I think, kind of reiterates this. And I was, like, that night, I was, like, wow, my thighs are really big, and I have a lot of stretch marks on them. And I was, like, oh, that sucks. And I was, like, why? Why do they suck? And I made myself think, why does this suck? Oh, because I need bigger pants or whatever. Okay, buy bigger pants. Cool, get some cute pants, whatever. Yeah. Oh, because someone else might look at them and think that they're too big. If they look at you and think about how your thighs are too big and not about what you're saying or what you're doing, then that's their problem. Exactly. And I'm lucky enough to have thighs that can move and I can run and I can walk and I that's can so do things. And there are people in this world who would kill to have my thighs, even if they were as quote unquote big as I think they are, because they can't use theirs. That's yeah. Again, on point, like, that's I think it's really like we just take what we have for granted sometimes um and that's a really important point I don't I definitely don't naturally think that way and I kind of have to force myself to think that way but you know it's it's a process and I'm getting there so I I really like that you kind of mentioned that oh and I don't think like that all the time either and that's the thing is even my Instagram about positivity a lot of its highlights I sat there and, you know, was crying about my thighs for 10 minutes before I was able to post that. Yeah, exactly. And it's not, I think when we talked about this earlier, it's not linear. It's not something that's always going to be up, up, up. It's, it's not 
perfect. And that's fine. You can have days where you don't feel great. Yeah. It, it don't, because I almost was like, oh my gosh, everything that I've tried to do and tried to accept, my, accept myself is just gone out the door because now I'm crying about my weight. No, it's not. You know, you get in a fight with someone you love. It doesn't mean that they're going to hate you forever. <laughs> like, yeah, things repair and things will go back. Um, That's so true. Like, and your body is so smart. Like, you know, like your body is going to naturally be where it wants to be in the phase of your life that you're in. Yeah. And it's going to fight to keep that size and shape. Because it's what, if you're, if you're doing everything right, if you're eating, like, according to hunger signals and everything like that, that's probably the size that you're supposed to be right now, you know? And so it's like, I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but I I was just like thinking about how your bodies are really smart and it's like important that we don't just like try to like do everything in our power to like go against what our body's naturally telling us, you know? Exactly. I, this is bringing back one of my memories from kind of one of those periods in my life where I wasn't eating. Yeah. Was it, you know, it was nine o'clock at night. I was getting ready to go to bed or whatever. I was going upstairs to my room and I, and I hadn't really eaten much for dinner and my mom was downstairs and I I went to go get something because I'm like, I'm hungry. And I went to the fridge and I made a sandwich or something. Mom was like, Oh, what are you doing? And I was like, I was hungry. So I made a sandwich and she looked at me and she was like, good. Listen to your body. Yeah. And I was like, exactly. Like, people will say, oh, my gosh, don't eat at night because then you can't digest it and you'll gain weight. Yeah. I was hungry. Like, I'm not going to go to bed hungry. Yeah. If I don't have to. There are people that do. (laughs) Yeah. But that, you know, like, that's not really the point of our conversation. But, you know, if I'm hungry and there's food there and I want to eat. Exactly. (laughs) Because you're a lot of we don't naturally like we don't naturally overeat like you're like again like I said like our bodies are so smart like just listen to them like and like I I for a long time like just rejected all my hunger signals and like I oddly have stayed a very similar size my whole life um because I think my body does a really good job of of knowing where it's supposed to be and things add up to the point where it like it kind of evens out and stuff like that and I've learned like that my ideal weight is like one where I can just like enjoy life yeah you know what I mean and just get ice cream and drink wine and run and stuff like that you know exactly and I think that goes back to what we're talking about about balance it's yeah and everyone's body is gonna be different you know there's Everyone's like, oh, the ideal body type, whatever. But if you look at it, people are born different. We have differences, whether it's in our eye color, our hair color, our skin color, or whatever. And our bodies follow that, too. You're not all going to be built the same. Your height's not the same. Your weights are not the same. Like, people's bodies store fat differently. People's bodies absorb nutrients differently. I have to, you know, take some iron. (laughs) Like Exactly. Other people so don't like, have to. I might want to eat a little bit more. I might get hungrier than some people. My body might hold on to that food a little differently than some other people. Exactly. And it's like, 
if everyone's so different, why am I judging us all like we're the same? Exactly. So that's where I think the discrepancy is important to like acknowledge and, and just like try to like, when you get that thought in your head, just try to like, you know, feel it and everything, but maybe not, don't believe it and try to reverse it, you know, make, make, maybe do what you said and go for the rational approach where you're just like, all right, I know I'm thinking this extreme, this extreme, but what am I logically thinking about it? You know? Right. And it's not always something that you can do. It's, yeah, it's something I've struggled with and it, you know, I'm not here to say, well, if you can't do this, then you're never going to figure it out because that's not true. Because it's taken yeah. me a long time to figure it out. You know, not as long yeah. as some people. Everyone's journey is also going to be different. <laughs> and exactly. I'm still not full gung-ho about my body, but I'm learning and I'm teaching myself. And I'm following the right things on social media to make myself feel good. And I'm Same. watching the right things and I'm consuming the right media. And monitoring that because that's where most of at least for me, my issues come from. If I, you know, if I see someone walking down the street or someone at work, I'm not thinking, oh my gosh, I want their body. I want to look like them. Because that's not the point of the interaction. If I'm at work talking to someone, we're having a conversation about work. Yeah. Or if I'm walking down the street, I'm thinking about my destination, not what the person passing me looks like. Yeah. Aside from maybe, oh, like they're really pretty or, you know, observing what they're doing. Like, I'm not yeah. sitting there and being like, wow, well, they have abs and how do I get abs and what do they do? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's only when you're sitting there and you're like, for me, it's I'm sitting there and I'm looking at these things and I'm thinking about them and I'm actively saying, you know, with a picture on Instagram, they're showing you what they want you to see. And that's what you're going to think about. Exactly. And it's just everything is so catered towards one image or one thing and again I'm not here to tell you what image you can and can't put out to the world I'm just it's up to me to make the choice if it's something that I want to associate myself with yeah and it's so important to like maybe if you recognize that you're not you're you're portraying a certain image or just or just kind of trying to control something a lot don't like shame yourself for that just try to like recognize that that's what you're doing and find the root of that but don't make yourself feel bad over it you know right exactly it's understand why you're doing what you're doing and you might not know right away like me you know editing my face and pictures whatever I didn't really know why I was doing it on the top of my head when I thought about it I was like well I'm doing it so that I look skinnier so that maybe people will like the picture and then I'll seem like people like me or something you know it it comes yeah. down to a deeper thing a lot yeah. of the time. And now, like, the pictures on my new account, I don't edit them. You know, sometimes there's a filter on it to make it more clear of a picture because it was a really grainy or shadowy picture or whatever. Yeah. But I don't do anything that distorts my image. I don't, I, I'm the same way. I, I don't, like, with body pictures and stuff like that, I'll... I'll maybe change like the colors like with a filter or something like that but I won't change any shapes exactly and there are some people that would be like well you can't even use a filter and I'm like well you know what that's you don't have to I'm not doing it because I think my cheeks are too red because I'm naturally have like red undertones I'm doing it because 
oh, well, you know, there's some flowers that you can't really see in this picture and I want you to be able to see them or it was yeah, a little blurry yeah. or whatever. We need some shadows. People do that in artwork. If you're a photographer, you make adjustments to the lighting. Like, <laughs> it's not yeah. that deep for me. It's, you know, yeah, it's, it's a stylistic choice. Yeah, and you mentioned, like, you know, artists and stuff like that. And I don't want to be, like, cliche, but, like, our bodies are kind of like our canvases, you know? Yeah. And it's up to us to, like, you know, paint a picture that we're proud of and that we believe in and that's authentic and that's natural. I think I will say something about that because I do agree with you. Our bodies are what we present to the world, but I think people can take that to the extreme and say, well, my body's a canvas, so I need to look like a Greek statue. Or oh, totally. I need to look a certain way. I need to sculpt it a certain way. And to that, I would caution you, unless it's something you want to do, but do something to your body because you want to do it. Like get a haircut because you want to do it, not because someone thinks you'd look better with it or someone thinks you should. And it's the exactly. same thing with like going to the gym. Do it because you want to. If you want to get jacked and, you know, be some crazy swole person, do it. I don't care. If you want to you know, have some thick thighs and a big butt, do it. I don't care. But exactly. don't change your canvas because someone else says you should. Your body is not a commission art. It's your own art. Exactly. And and maybe it's not that your body's a canvas, but that your body's art in itself and all art's different and all art's beautiful anyways, you know? Right. And I think that's that's more the goal that I try to achieve is this is my image to the world. And even with art, a lot of people are like, oh, well, art is so easy. I'm just gonna do it. And as someone who has done art and who is a creative person, like, go for it. Do what you want. But there are certain reasons why some art people gravitate towards, and it's because of how it makes them feel. Yeah. And that's the same thing with you as a person. You could be the most beautiful painting in all the world. But if I walk near you and I feel sick, yeah. I'm going to avoid you. That's so real. And, you know, if there's some painting, it could be really cool and awesome, but it feels a little creepy to me because maybe it's of a skull or something and it creeps me out. Cool. That art is really good and I appreciate it, but it's not my vibe. Totally. And that's fine. Like, I don't need everyone to agree with me and everyone to think that I'm right because people might be listening to me right now and saying, oh, no, she's wrong. Like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you think that we're wrong, just do me a favor and click out because you have better things to be listening to and we have better things to be worrying about, you know? Right. My words are for people who want to hear them. <laughs> and yeah. I'm saying these things for people who, you know, might think the same way I do. And it's the same thing. You don't have to be friends with everyone. <laughs> yeah, but you, you have to impossible. respect them. Yeah. It's impossible. Right. I'm not going to get along with every single person. There are people I don't. But I don't attack them and say, oh, well, you're wrong. No. Yeah. Like, that's not my point in life. That brings negativity into my life because, you know, someone could see me and disagree with what I believe. But if I then become an asshole to them, then I'm an asshole. (laughs) Like, there's a difference between disagreeing and being a jerk. Oh, totally. Yeah. And that's something with the body positive movement that people are like, this is wrong. 
And I'm like, how sad for you that your lifestyle, you feel invalidated because of someone else's. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, don't project your own insecurities onto someone else's body and additionally make them feel bad about that. Right. That's a lot about you and not about them. Right. Like, I've seen all these things like there was one I think it was a TikTok I saw where there was some person who commented about some little kid who was a you know a chubbier little kid than some other kids might be and they were like if you keep feeding your son like that he's going to be the next Lizzo and they filmed a video and the dad and the kids are reacting like did you hear that you're going to be the next Lizzo we're going to be rich you're going to be famous like (laughs) I love that (laughs) like because that person you know is like oh well Lizzo's bad and these people like no she's not amazing she's an awesome person and she's a beautiful human being and wouldn't that be awesome if my kid were able to influence so many people with their positivity so yeah don't you know people trying to insult people like that took like you thought you were so clever that you were going to change that kid and make him not fat by saying that like no and why do you care (laughs) gaming is the wrong way to go like in every aspect in every situation it's just not going to change anything for the better no it's not and it's the same thing for skinnier people like body positive is for them too it's not just totally yeah I definitely yeah I definitely feel that it's any person of any size in any way it's male female non-binary whatever you want to be whoever you want to be it's literally loving yourself and feeling positive and good about yourself. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that this might be a little controversial, but I think that like a lot of positivity, body positivity is focused on people that are, you know, considered like quote unquote thick or larger. And it's kind of like a popular opinion that like thin people like thin shaming isn't real because like thin is idealized and I think thin shaming actually is is real and I've seen it before and I know how it can affect people and it's and maybe it's not as bad I, it's that's not for me to say but I think that any body shaming is real and you can't just like just say that some someone's experience isn't real because like society thinks they're beautiful because that's not the case all the time. I don't think that's controversial at all. Yeah. I think it's a very rational and human thing because I have friends that are bigger than me and I have friends that are smaller than me and I have friends that look like me and every one of them has feelings and feels a certain way about their body. I don't know one person who every photo taken of them, they're like, that's an awesome picture yeah (laughs) um but it's the same thing I've seen people say to some of my friends well you should eat a cheeseburger and they're like I do yeah I'm just naturally built like this and people will shame people for being skinny and I've seen people who claim to be part of the body positive movement be like body positive is only for fat people that grinds my gears I hate that and I'm like no it's not you don't If it were called fat positive, sure. Yeah. (laughs) And then it would be its own controversial thing. Everyone has a body. Like, that's, I don't think that's a controversial statement. Yeah, and if you don't do that, (laughs) then you have some serious issues. You have 
Yeah. You have an issue that you should probably see a health professional. Um, Yeah. And, like, it's not a movement that any one person can dictate. It's literally how do you figure out feeling good in your own skin? But with that caveat of without putting down anyone else. Exactly. That's retweet. (laughs) Um, Amen. And it's something that, like, I think it's also kind of easier for me to say because I've been in both ends of the spectrum. I mean, I'm not something I, my body isn't something that someone would call like morbidly obese per se, but I've been not at all. And I've been bigger, you know, I've been a size two and I've been a size 10 and, and I've seen it on both sides. And I think that's why it's very easy for me to accept that it, that everyone has, insecurities because I still felt bad about myself when I was skinny <laughs> like uh, again yes it, it being skinny does not mean you're gonna feel better about yourself no. if anything you can feel worse if you're under fueling like you think being skinny will make you like a better person but in reality it just gives you less energy to be a better person you know right and it's like because I've been there, I sometimes I'll be in a bad mental space and I'll go into my Instagram and I'll scroll all the way back and be like, wow, I wish I looked like I did then. And then I'm like, but how did I feel when I looked? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, in this picture, I was happy. Okay, great. In this picture, I had just been crying and I was like, I need to feel good about myself. So I'm going to post a picture of the on the internet for people to give me compliments. Yeah. Like, do I want to go back there? If it's, like, sure, I can look a certain way that maybe I feel like people will think is better. But is that going to make me feel better? Exactly. And you are you have to live with yourself every day, all the time, 24-7. So that's the most important thing. Right. And speaking of pictures, I just remember a picture of us at prom. We were kind of talking. I'm just kind of circling back now. And... I think we were kind of both really going through a hard time and I'm looking back on that picture and just thinking about, you know, my body's maybe gotten a little bit bigger since then. Um, But I remember like thinking that I was so large and now I see that picture and I'm like, um, I was not at all. And I just think in that picture, like we both look like we're like not okay are you looking at the picture that I posted of us from prom on Facebook? Probably, yeah. I, I just haven't. <laughs> but I don't know how to explain it, but you can tell we're, I don't know how to explain it, but maybe it's just like the, the fact that I have like hindsight on this. Um, but I feel like we don't look like genuinely happy in it. We look like happy that we're like, you know, taking a picture together, but we don't look like, like no one would really know that like what we were going through at that time. They would just think that we we're like too like, you know, like skinny girls, like at prom, like having fun, you know? And I would completely agree. And my prom was really not that great. Yeah. <laughs> I was an anxious mess and it's just, um, and that's kind of what I see when I look at pictures of myself. There are some where I'm like, yeah, I was actually happy there and that's great. But there are some that I look at and I'm like, I know what was actually going on there. Yeah. And it's just, it's not, it's not worth it. 
really not really not and I'm, I'm trying not to make this podcast about like specifically eating disorders because I've talked about that but I think we did a really good job of talking about body positivity specifically because it's not just someone who has an eating disorder it's it's a wide spectrum that everyone I think can relate to in some way so I would agree because it's also not just about your weight and the shape of your body it's accepting you know what you have your your skin color or your nose shape like other insecurities that you have yeah um and that doesn't always relate back to a eating disorder or you know some kind of issue it's for me a lot of body positivity and just positivity is in general is just kind of looking at things a little bit more critically yeah and thinking about them more with you know you have this instant reaction we all do it's innate we're humans we're we have instincts we're born to do certain things you know we see something and we react but it's thinking about why you react like that yeah and sometimes accepting that you react like that and figuring out if it's something you want or not and it's really just about accepting yourself and what you do and what you look like and focusing more on how you interact with the world around you exactly and and how you feel on a day-to-day basis is really important like and all that stuff like you can look great and feel terrible and again I'd rather feel great and look terrible like and I don't think because I mean I completely agree with what you're saying it's exactly something I would say I'm like, but do I actually look terrible? Because if I'm feeling great, you can tell. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. And I might think, oh, I look terrible because I'm in sweatpants and my hair isn't done. And maybe I didn't shower yesterday and I'm a little greasy. But the energy around you and I don't want to make your podcast too long or drag you on forever. <laughs> um, no worries. I edit a lot of stuff. So <laughs> one thing that's really helped me actually was finding something to care about other than myself and I know that sounds easy but it's not because you can think oh well I care about you know like I used to play sports and I was like I care about sports and like I used to play hockey and I'm like well why do I care I'm like oh because it's cool and it's fun and people can see me do it yeah so one thing I started doing in college was I started volunteering with animals um, specifically dogs in an animal shelter and that really helped me because dogs don't care what you look like (laughs) um so true they pick up on your energy and yeah you know I work with death row dogs and abuse cases and things like that and these dogs would come and sit in my lap and trust me yeah and I'm like this is the energy I'm putting into the world is something comforting and happy and caring and so that kind of helped me put it in check like okay, yeah, I would show up greasy and I'd be covered in dog hair and drool and tired. But that didn't affect that they were happy to see me. That's so important. And that's such good advice to find something that you care about that's not about yourself and shift the focus away from superficial things and more about, like, things that are more, like, you know, genuine and and deep. Right. Super. And it doesn't have to be 
charity or volunteering or humanitarian efforts. It could be making music. It could be writing. It could be like what my, my boyfriend does. He builds cars and he fixes things. Yeah. (laughs) And he just does that for fun, but it's something he enjoys. And like something that you care about that doesn't make you think so hard about what's going on around you and what other people are thinking of you. Exactly. Exactly. You nailed it. Um, I, I don't want to keep you for too long. I think you said some things that were like, honestly, like really, really important. I'm really glad that I got to talk to you. Um, and you definitely contributed like so much and I'm so happy and I will let you know as soon as this is done being edited and I'll send it to you. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. I'm always happy. I'm like my father and I love to talk. <laughs> um, we both won't shut up half the time. So I'm always love- more than happy to talk. I have plenty of, of, of footage, so that's good. <laughs> good. Hopefully you don't, you know, die going through and listening to it but no I'll I'll have a ball I'll like put it on in the car and stuff and be like all right sweet like it's 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 this is something that I like to do that has nothing to do with my body you know exactly you're doing something and it's occupying your thoughts with things other than what am I thinking about right now or what are other people thinking about me right now it's just something that like I hope that helps other people right something not for you something with unselfish motivation and that's what exactly exactly and that's when I find is that's what we'll find things to be fun I don't know the English words for it but (laughs) who knows English these days not me and I was an English tutor (laughs) an English major yeah exactly (laughs) all right Monica well thank you so so much Yeah, thank Um, you. I'm really happy you asked me to talk to you. I'm happy that you said yes. (laughs) Yay. Okay, I'll let you know. I'll try to get it out this week. Um, I'll be so excited to edit it because I haven't put one out in like eight months that like it'll probably be out soon. I'll be here to come back. It's fine. (laughs) Bring the ratings up. Oh, totally. My mom will probably listen to. It. I was gonna, I was gonna say, can I send this to Carol or? Yeah, that... I don't care. I'm pretty sure everything I've said to you, I've said to her at some point too. Like, cool, great. Well, I will let you go because it's getting, it's not getting late, but it's getting dark, and that thing makes me think it's getting late. So I'm gonna let you go. Um, but have a great rest of the night, and thank you so much again. Yeah, thank you. Enjoy your evening and your day and whatever. Thank you. Bye. Bye.